Hi, I'm Isla, and this is my podcast about animals called What If We. This is a podcast where we will be talking about animals, learning cool facts, and figuring out big and small ways we can help our animal friends. It's called What If We, because all great answers come from curious questions. If we keep asking ourselves questions about how we can help, I think we can come up with some pretty great solutions together. The problems like supporting endangered species, habitat conservation, and climate change. My hero is Jen Goodall, and she says, what you do makes a difference, and you have to decide what difference you want to make. If you're listening, I know you like animals, and you're probably a kid like me. I'm super happy you're here. Today we'll be talking about an animal that is the smallest in its species, but can still weigh up to 600 pounds, gives birth to one to three offspring at a time, and it often instills tremendous fear in humans. Can you guess who we're talking about? Black bears. Show it to my grant for picking this wonderful and often misunderstood animal. To start off, you probably should know that black bears aren't always black. They come in a variety of colors, from cinnamon color, brown, or light blue-gray. There are even incredibly rare black bear species in southern British Columbia with white fur. They're called spirit bears. The white color is an uncommon genetic combination making them white instead of many people thinking they're albino. It's actually the same gene that causes red hair in humans and their blonde coat in Labrador retrievers. All black bears are special, but spirit bears feel super special. And First Nations communities agree as it's a deeply respected animal in their culture. One thing I've learned and love about First Nations communities is that they live in harmony with Mother Nature. They respect animals and the natural world. I think that's very special and we can learn a lot from them. In fact, we need to learn a lot from them. The world would be a much better place if we all loved and cared for animal friends and natural world more. So let's jump in and do a small part by learning some facts about black bears and what we can do to help them. Have you ever seen a black bear before? It's not very common, but if you live in Canada, the U.S., or northern Mexico, maybe you have. They live in forests, alpine habitats, and long river coasts, sometimes even creeping into residential areas. Like when a black bear ate out of my Aunt Kate's garbage. Here's another very interesting fact. Black bears aren't territorial. They are usually solitary animals and roam large areas of land, but they don't typically protect their range from other bears. Males can cover an area of 50 to 80 square miles for foraging for food. Because they are not naturally territorial, they are less defensive of cubs, and the risk of attack from black bear is much lower than a grizzly, exactly 21 times less likely. In fact, it's more likely to get seriously injured by lightning or beasting than a grizzly bear or black bear. Another interesting fact is that black bears are amazing tree climbers. Adult bears like to hang out in trees, and cubs will often hide up in trees for safety. They use a relatively short, non-tractable claws to help give them a grip when climbing tree trunks. They can even climb 100 feet up a tree in seconds. Speed in climbing at that size is very impressive. But they don't just climb, they're also very good swimmers. Get it? Very good swimmers? Despite their size, they can paddle at least 1.5 miles in fresh water using their powerful legs. They'll enter the water to search for fish, to cool down, or for fun. It seems like they're good at everything. Are you ready for two truths and a lie? Most of you probably know how to play, but I'm going to explain it anyway. So, I'm going to say three facts and one is the lie. Then you have to guess which one is the lie. This helps us learn how to think critically 
a skill so important for us kids to learn so we can help Mother Nature. Okay, you ready? Let's do it. Number one, black bears don't have good vision. Number two, black bears are not true hibernators. Number three, mother bears stop caring for her cubs if there's human scent on them. There are the two truths in lie. Think about which one you think is the lie and we will reveal it later in the show. Okay, let's get back to the facts. Black bears can become nocturnal. Usually black bears are active during the day, especially in the early morning or evening when it isn't too hot. However, when they are living next to human activity, they can become nocturnal to avoid encountering humans. Pretty cool, right? Also, black bear cubs are born blind like cats and dogs. Cubs are born in January inside their winter dens, where they nurse on their mother's milk. They are very, very tiny at birth, about a half a pound. They stay close to their mom for one to one and a half years until they venture off on their own, just in time for mom to have more babies. Let's take a quick break from facts and play another game. Remember the game where I play an animal sound and you try to guess what it is? Do you want to play? I have an animal sound ready, so I'm going to guess you said yes. Okay, here it is. Okay, there it is. Any guesses? We will reveal it later in the show. So, now we've come to the part in the show where we talk about what we can do to help the black bears. Helping sometimes is learning about them and how to respect them. Firstly, Habitat loss is a big issue with black bears and all animals. This is happening because of deforestation, the removal of forests in the world, and humans encroaching on bear habitats. Everything we previously talked about in terms of helping Mother Nature through recycling, education, advocating, and reducing our carbon footprint all help in the fight for protecting the black bear's home. Also, black bears are classified as a game animal meaning that most Canadian provinces and USA states with black bears allow hunters to harvest them illegally. It's estimated around 20,000 to 50,000 North American black bears are harvested annually. Poor bears. Although black bears are not considered in danger, especially in comparison to their cousins, the polar bears, this doesn't mean they don't need our help. With human populations and development encroaching into their habitats, there's an increased risk of bears having to come into communities because of food sources are scarce. Bears in communities threatens the bear's survival because people get scared and hurt the bears out of fear. So I'd like to chat about what I've learned we do if we ever encounter a bear. This is important to know for us, but also helps the bear because the more we understand and respect them, the better it is for everyone. So, what you do if you come across a bear? Number one. If you see one in the distance, respect its space and do not approach. Number two, don't leave food outside and store food properly in bear-resistant containers when camping. Number three, if you encounter a bear up close, back away slowly while talking calmly. Do not make eye contact. Talking calmly signifies to the bear that you are human and not prey. Some sources suggest making yourself look big by slowly raising your hands. All sources say to never turn your back on a bear. In fact, it is better to curl in a ball if the calm and look big approach fails than to run. Very interesting. But again, remember a black bear attack is very, very unlikely. Part of respecting and loving animals is understanding how to behave when or if you see them. Okay, 
Are we ready to find out the two truths and a lie answer along with the animal style? Let's find out the two truths and a lie answer first. Drum roll, please. The lie is that the mother bear stops caring for her cubs if she smells human scent on them. So that means that they can't see that well and that they don't truly hibernate. Well, not in the true definition of hibernation, which is for the body temperature to drop and for them to basically sleep all winter. Black bears do not hibernate based on the true definition. They have a unique approach. They lower their body temperature to near freezing, but wake up every few days to raise their temperature to normal, eat sort food, and poop. Then they lower their body temperature again and repeat the cycle. Okay, ready for the next answer? The animal sound? Do you have your guess? Good, let's reveal it. The answer is a porcupine. I didn't know that until last week. Such a cute little noise. That sound is a porcupine eating. Thank you for listening and learning about black bears with me. I love the black bear because they're powerful and adaptable animals, able to climb, swim, and survive changing landscapes. See you next episode where we will be talking about everything Quark does, the cute, smiley Australian marsupials.